Hey there, you're listening to the Automated Thought Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Inez Mays, and I help coaches, speakers, authors, consultants, and thought leaders generate more leads and nurture leads with marketing automation. So come join me as I demystify technology one episode at a time. Now let's get into it. Hi, my name is Kimberly Inez Mays. I help coaches, speakers, consultants, and digital thought leaders demystify technology so that they can generate more leads and nurture those leads with marketing automation. So today I'm going to talk about something that may get me into a fight or may have some people hating me, but I want to ask a question and I think that once I ask the question, you may think about automation and AI in a completely different way. So here's the question. Is automation and AI making us lazy? And I say that because I want to explore our dependence on these tools and I want to have us think about ways to use it in a smart way and to avoid ways to use it in a very lazy way. So before I talk about it, If this topic resonates with you, or if you find this content valuable for somebody you know, please like and share because sharing is caring. Okay, so is marketing automation and AI making us lazy? Well, the truth is it can be. Anything can make us lazy, right? So if you think about all of the modern technologies and conveniences that we have, we got washing machines, dishwashers, you know, we have um, our pocket computers, aka our cell phones. So we're never quite going back to doing things the manual way that we used to do before. Yes, some people wash dishes by hand. Yes, some people wash clothes in the sink. But most of the time, we are not doing that, right? And because we are using technology, it doesn't mean that we are being lazy by using it. It just means that we're getting a result in a faster, smarter way than if we did without it. But when it comes to digital marketing, AI and automation can make us lazy, or I would say there is a lazy way to do it. And there are lazy ways to avoid, or there are ways to avoid the lazy ways of doing it. So here are some of the smart ways to use automation and AI. So automation only means you're taking your own content that you've produced, your own intellectual property, your own intellect, your own special secret sauce, and you're using a platform to essentially amplify that message so that you're having conversations with people without being there, so that you are getting your message across in a smarter, better way. And yes, that means you could be making money in your sleep. You could be at the beach while somebody buys your product or service and interacts with your business in a way that you wouldn't have to be there. Yes, these are. this is akin to using a dishwasher. You don't need to scrub every fork and knife, but you have to essentially turn the machine on and tell it what you want it to do. And there are so many lazy ways to use automation that they they can be spot fairly, fairly quickly. For example, a lazy way to use marketing automation is to use templates that are right out of the box that might not be optimized for your system. For example, if you're using a new um, email marketing system and you take the... Um, the templates that they give you or the swipe files and you leave in some of the placeholders or maybe you don't test 
the cadence between the different messages somebody is supposed to get. Or at the very worst, if somebody opts out and you continue to send to them. These are ways that you have demonstrated that you have not tested and vetted the things that you have, um, that you are producing. And I always think of the golden rule when it comes to automated outputs and generative AI. If I wouldn't consume it, I wouldn't produce it. So if it's just me putting in a prompt and getting some stuff back out, I wouldn't want to be on the other side consuming that. So therefore I don't produce it. But there are smart ways to use AI. So here's another thing that kind of bothers me when it comes to the whole automation and AI piece is that people think it's like a microwave. You put in your frozen dinner and then you get something back out that's edible and it's not. So if you are an author, for example, and you want to use it to write a book, you can't just put in a two sentence prompt and get a book out. You can't put in um, a two sentence prompt and get a chapter out. You have to make sure that the information that you're feeding it is um, is unique to your business and has some brain power too. You don't wanna delegate your thinking, your special sauce, your intellectual property to these generative systems. Think about it, it's a, an amalgamation and a mass collection of materials and content all from all over, but there is only one you and you is what makes you unique. Wow, that sounds really, really corny and funny, but if you think about it, if you approach these tools in a way that says, I want to amplify who I am, I want to use the system to share more of who I am and not to produce for me, but to help me be an amplifier, then there are ways to use it smartly. So when it comes to messages, for example, specifically email marketing, you wanna think of, okay, what does my audience need from me? What messages are they looking for? Let me go and use AI to do some of the research for me so that I know what their pain points are. I know what words they're using. I'm going to draw on my lived experiences. I'm gonna draw on my conversation. I'm gonna cross check that with materials that I wouldn't have had access to, to before. And I'm going to make sure that my messaging lands. I'm gonna make sure that this content that is produced is in my voice, in my style using words that I would typically use. I'm going to proofread and reread the things that come out of this system. Then I'm going to deliver it in the channels and in the formats that resonate best with those who I'm trying to speak, speak to. So you see that that does not include a one or two sentence prompt, set it and forget it. No, this is an overall strategy that you can build over time with new information about you and your business. And then you can program these systems to do this work for you. So once you've done that groundwork, then it becomes a lot easier to dissemination of emails, text message, social media posts, different sorts of um, channels that you can tap into now because you have a cohesive message and you've done the work. So. Yes, it can make us lazy. It can make us very dependent. You know, I, I still use Google to make sure I spell the word correctly. But at the same time, you don't really delegate your thinking. You want to maintain a balance between automation, AI processes, and personalized creative content to ensure your authenticity and to really increase engagement. So I say all that to say is that do the, do the work and see if it can replicate 
who you are and the message and the output that you're trying to get. So I have a few other tips for you when it comes to doing that. So let's start with the automation piece email marketing automation. As I said before in previous recordings and, and just throughout the years, email marketing is certainly not dead. It is certainly not going anywhere. Everybody checks their emails at least several times a day. And you don't have to be that bro marketer that sends multiple emails in a day. You can send an email once a week or maybe twice a week. You know, you don't have to be super aggressive with the inbox, but you do need to show up on a regular cadence. So how can automation help you with that? Well, you know, you can create automated emails based on um, behavior, based on patterns. If you have books, courses, events, things like that, you wanna make sure that you're showing up in the inbox at least once a week. It is user curated content of things that they have opted into. And they've opted into speak hearing from you. So if you have not yet made your presence known in the inbox, I suggest go ahead and doing that. Now there are certain automations that I have spoken about that can do that. Specifically the welcome automation or some people call it your onboarding automation where you send a series of emails after somebody has taken an action, has signed up for a webinar or an event or a freebie or something like that. These are ways that you can generally ease people into your business, kind of giving a hello, hi, nice to meet you. And then as you become more advanced, you can send additional messages based on things people have opened, courses that they've taken, I would say even the replies, even um, things, web pages that they've looked at. So of course, these things are automated, but it takes a human to plan it out. It takes a human to build it. It takes a human to test it. So it's not a microwavable strategy where you set something up once forget about it and it just churns out money for you. It has to be authentic. It has to look like it's come from you. It has to look like you care. And the same thing with AI, you know, AI can produce so much content. And I was seeing this thing the other day, um, there was there was this product and I'm, I'm not gonna name names, I'm not gonna name products because Lord knows there are so many products out there, but there are products out there that can give replies to like emails or replies to, sorry, to, like they give comments to social media posts and they can, they can comment or, or send, they could, they could do so many other things. And depending on the platform used and on the algorithm used and just the prompts or whatever, there is a noticeable pattern when it comes to AI produced content. And you want to make sure that things are things sound genuine, right? And there's a, there's a genuine interest there. So you can use AI to speak to people, you can use AI to talk to people, but eventually you want to bring that conversation in real time with real flesh and blood humanity. But if you're going to use these products, use them responsibly, use it, use language, ensure that you use languages and use words that you would use, right? Make sure it doesn't sound like a robot, make sure it has warmth, and empathy and can really speak to what that person just said or how they feel. And if it can't replicate this, then it may not be the system for you. And if it takes less than like a minute to set up, then maybe it's not the thing for you to be using. And if you just started out in business, you need human data, you need human interaction, and there is no system that can replicate that 
That's why I don't generally take on clients who have just started their businesses because I say, you don't know what to automate. You don't know what to what to uh, have 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 automated or have like AI or anything like that until you've had these conversations, until you've done the research and the groundwork with actual people to know if there is a need for what you have and how they feel about it. So that when you have this data, you can make these systems so much better. So that's the difference between lazy AI, lazy automation and smart automation, smart AI. So if anything that I've said resonated with you, even if you want to fight me or challenge me on anything that I've said, I welcome discussion. I welcome dialogue. But most importantly, I welcome an automation insight session with you. So that includes a 90 minute or no, sorry, it's a 30 minute session in which we go over what works, what just didn't work for you and your goals, your 90 day goals. That's where the 90 comes from, your 90 day goals and how I can support you in your marketing automation efforts. We'll go over your strategy, the tools you use, your tech stack and so much more. So, okay, I've babbled on enough. I hope that this was helpful. Again, if it resonates with you, like and share because sharing is caring. I'm Kimberly Mays signing off and I'll see you next time. Bye.